Blog Talk Radio. live from Decatur, Georgia, um, and welcome to this episode of Speaking of Green, where we explore all, all kinds of ideas and products and uh, thoughts about being more sustainable on this wonderful planet that we have. Um, I am really excited because we have not had someone talking about green building products in a while on the show, so let me introduce you to Kurt Rapp, who in 2000 founded the Tile Doctor at a consumer demand for comprehensive information related to the tile industry. The company is actively built on the Tile Doctor brand by looking for true innovation, registering to trademark, seeking patents, and expanding its quality product offerings. The company is located in Marietta, Georgia. Tile Doctor is the U.S. distributor of, I'm going to mess this up, Litical, the world's premier tile setting and uh, grouting products. This allows Tile Doctor to offer a broad color selection of epoxy grouts along with necessary setting and waterproofing materials by the trade and distribution industry. And they have just added a new line of products called Zero Risk, and so that's really what we're going to be focusing on today. Welcome, Kurt. Kurt? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. For some reason, we had a little blip there. So welcome to the show. sorry. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. So uh, you have a really cool background story. So why don't you tell us how you got in the industry and why you started uh, Tile Doctor? Sure. My uh, father was one of the first people to import tile into the United States from from Italy, so I started at a very young age working in his warehouse and sweeping the floors and doing everything that that a kid could do just to be around the his father and and the business has kind of grown on me and and I have uh, done everything from working at the largest manufacturer and distributor in the world of tile products to running the tile business for Home Depot. Uh, for a number of years, and Tile Doctor was started after you know I decided I just wanted to try to take some time off from from the corporate world and do some things on my own. And and the Tile Doctor website was born out of just really being an informational website, as you said earlier. Um, it quickly became the most traveled website in the world for tile information. Um, but the company was really built around sort of the mantra of healthy and wellness and solutions and remedies, and that's why when we look for things to put under the Tile Doctor brand, they need to be green and clean because that fits under our moniker. And what drove you to have that lens for your Well, it's one of those things where <laughs> it goes back to my days of being a Boy Scout. When I used to hike around the Sierra Nevada mountains, I picked up the trash that people left behind. My nickname was the Trash Man. So the environment's always yeah. been important yeah. to me. So girls so um they certainly instill that kind of value. It wasn't about being sustainable or environmental. It was just like this is the right thing to do. Right. Exactly. So, um, but it, things have evolved and you um have done an excellent job of Finding products that um, are not only 
sustainable or quote unquote green actually really have a a broad sort of vision about that is. So why don't you tell us a little about zero risk? Sure. Zero risk, um, the acronym meant zero environmental risks in our buildings is how it was, how it started. And it was actually a European union funded project where it's been known and for a while, but they identified a, a real serious need to lower the health and safety environmental risks of our installation products for the tile and stone industry. Most people don't realize that even cement-based products that are sold in home centers and everywhere else have some really serious risks associated with them just from the, the silica that's in them or the corrosive nature of the, the chemistries themselves. And there are plenty of installers out there that, that have spent a lot of time in the industry that have had some serious exposure risks. And there's been, quite frankly, a lot of um, uh, exposure to the environment through dumping of the, the waste products at the end of the projects that should be disposed of as a, as a hazardous waste, yet it's not generally done. So what happened with the European Union is, is they as I said, identified this as a serious need for our industry, and they got the universities in the tile-producing region of Italy, one of the, the oldest universities in the world, University of Bologna, participated along with the University of Modena, and they were involved in the project from finding the companies to be involved and being in the research project and then also certifying the results in the end. So all, a lot of companies were solicited to be involved in this project, but... Uh, fortunately for us, and I guess is the way to put it, the company we represent in the U.S. called Lidacol out of Italy was the only tile installation products company that actually qualified for inclusion in the study. As a matter of fact, they scored a perfect 100 on their submission because their products are already the lowest uh, tox class rating for for health and, and, and exposure than anybody else's in the industry. So what happened was Lidacol had two years of European Union funding and tremendous academic oversight over this project and an entire new generation of installation products for our industry is born as a result of this, all of them having absolutely no um, health or safety risks for the installer. It has no risks for the buildings that are, they're going in, and it has no risks for the environment through disposal or other other means. So it really is a, a drastic change in as far as um, the greenness, if you will, of the these types of products, which frankly most people didn't realize when you're buying a, a bag of grout or set or whatever to put some tile in your house, you don't realize sometimes what it is you're you're actually dealing with and exposing your your uh, yourself to. So this is a big innovation. It's it's the probably the well, it's not probably. I'm sure it's the biggest innovation in my lifetime as far as safety. Well, and I'm thinking when my brother like how his kitchen and dining room and like oh my gosh, what do we expose ourselves to? So, and I think that's one of the challenges is, right, and we don't know because it's not required basically to be disclosed. And that's the other thing I really like about this product is, is there's a lot of sort of disclosures. So can you tell us about the, there's different categories, the different categories that the zero risk has been sort of identified in regards to helping sure. the environment? Yeah, what what it's done is there was really three platforms that were invented as a result of this. There was mortars and grouts that are for used for tile and stone installation and other flooring products too. 
but there's also the the decorative resin products, these trowelable finishes like you know plasters and things like that that were a part of it. And then the the third platform that was a, a, a very important one for the European Union was to actually invent a cement that has um, earthquake value improvement is what they called it. And literally, it's called seismic cement. So what was invented was an, a, a cement that actually can hold bricks and blocks together in a facade of a building during an earthquake and not fail. And frankly, that's not... Um, even though Lidicole invented it, it's not in our wheelhouse. So the University of Bologna professor in, in Caltech and some of the others in the United States are working together to come up with the next round of testing and, and what that looks like for development. So we're concentrating, of course, on, on the other two platforms. And also, as a result of this, we invented products that are um, not just better for the environment, because people, uh, when we go to these trade shows and talk about it, they they say, okay, well, it's, if it's better for the environment, what am I going? How much more am I going to have to pay for it? You know, that's kind of a first question. And and the nice thing about this is, is there's no increase in price. It's actually very competitive because the European Union provided all the capital for this study, so there's no reason to ask for more for these chemistries just because they're better. We don't have to. The other thing that people say is, okay, if it's more environmentally friendly, what am I giving up in performance? And in reality, the, base, the baseline of this study was that they didn't allow anything to be given up in performance. As a matter of fact, they wanted to improve performance. So we're actually out talking to restaurant groups and other people right now trying to explain to them how now, you know, even though they need this really robust performance in, in their, their lobbies and kitchen areas of an epoxy, we now have an epoxy product that has no environmental risk, no health risk, no safety risks whatsoever, and it actually performs better against chemicals and the cleaners and stuff that tend to break down the epoxy. So it's it's really a win on on every on every foot is that it doesn't cost any more, it's it performs higher and it's better for the environment. So it's it's really something that's that's quite special to be able to talk about. And the other thing is is what was invented on this is these resin uh, grouts and mortars used to contribute to a fire or will contribute to a fire. It's a plastic resin type of a chemistry, so it would burn. We actually have now um, FR versions, which are IMO, International Maritime Organization, certified as not only flame resistant but self-extinguishing. So now the the people can put things in their buildings that not only will not contribute to a fire but won't burn in a fire and will extinguish. So that's a big innovation also. Well, and so you have explained what I always love to call unintended benefits. So many times uh, products and companies have to deal with unintended consequences, but often, very often on uh, this podcast, we find out there's lots of unintended benefits. So all those things that you just listed, I mean, I think that's what's so cool about the innovation that's happening right now with products is not only are they better, uh, for the environment, but they're better in, in all the other important categories that a product to, you know, to, to perform, and especially if it's not more expensive. Right. People generally think they're going to pay more for something that's new and innovative and, and maybe has all those benefits, but like I said, that the company has, has taken the, the absolute right path and they're not passing along any additional cost on these products, even though they perform better also. Right. Well, that's really cool. So uh, you've mentioned a couple of times about how um, there's zero risk for installation. 
does that mean they don't have to wear any, like, you know, the respirators or the, the mask or anything like that while they're installing? Well, certainly respirators or masks should not be required. It's one of those things in today's world you say, you know, always wear protective gloves and eye protection because, you know, the, it's it's still an irritant. You know, these products, even though they're no longer corrosives and, 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 you know, you get them on your skin and they can literally send you to the hospital with a with burns and irritation, but they don't they don't do that. They're just an irritant. But you know, it, basically, milk is considered an irritant too if you get it in your eye. So it's just kind of the same thing. So, but it it is um it's one of those things where um I've had installers that have worked with this chemistry for the first time that couldn't be around before that an epoxy type of product. They said they would have to leave the room as soon as it's mixed just because of the fumes. But with the new zero risk products, they are actually able to to use these and apply them without any any irritation at all, either whether it's skin or inhalation. They don't have those issues. That's really really cool. Well, I want to shift the conversation a little bit because you've done a great job of sort of explaining the technical side of it, and let let's talk about sort of what I would call the woo woo factor, like. Like, you know, sometimes, like you mentioned earlier, people think, oh, well, we're going to have to sacrifice something, right, you know, and, oh, it's not going to be pretty or, or whatever. Tell us about how customers are reacting to sort of the, you know, the the look and the the way it, you know, performs as a design element. Yeah, that and that's the, the, the thing about our product when we present to designers or specifiers, architects and things like that, they – look at us and say, okay, so what's wrong with this product? Because you, you've got it all covered. You've got the safety, you've got the cost, and, and you have the design and fashion element, which I'll go into now. I mean, we have a, a glass grout that actually refracts color out of surrounding glass. It, it acts like a chameleon. And we've got a glass grout that is, you add a packet of color to, and it turns it into literally, it looks like jewelry for tile. Um, we have really bright chromatic colors. We have metallic grouts. We have and the the real pretty absolute white colored grout that stays white. It just nails it from a fashion and a woo standpoint, like you said, also. So, you know, we start talking about all these things, you know, the cost and, and the ease of application and all the other and the, and the environmental friendly. And then we pull out our samples and show them the colors and they just go, oh, wow, I've never seen this before. We get a lot of reaction to customers that will just say, I didn't know this existed. That is literally the impact in the sentence we get quite often when we show people our product. So, Well, I definitely want chameleon grout now. <laughs> yeah. I love the kitchen. That sounds yeah. awesome. So you say that it's a, it's a glass. It's, does that mean there's recycled glass content? Or tell, tell us a little more about that. Yeah, the the glass spheres that are in the grout are not recycled. The that's a a, a first run glass because they, they have to be perfectly round and they and they can't have any impurities in it. And you know, recycled glass is difficult uh, to manage. Right. You know, we sell a, a, a pool tile and a, and a glass mosaic product um, that is 100% recycled glass because that company has been able to manage that process, but. The grouting product itself, they're unable to, to use a recycle product in there, but, um, you know, it performs in, in so many great ways that, that um, people love the look of it. So we, we do a pretty good job with the glass grout. Right. Well, and it, it's still, 
um, I'm not sure technically it's renewable, but it's the second largest resource on the Earth. Right. Right. So, um, it's not like we're, you know, we're using something that you're going to run out of material for. Um, well, that sounds really exciting. So t- tell us, um, well, let's just have sort of the honest conversation. When you when you go to customers, um, is is the environmental aspect like yay? But I really I'm really concerned about the look. I'm assuming that's what happens. Well, you know, in in our experience, everybody wants something cleaner and greener and better for the environment. Until there's a, a high cost associated with it, then they kind of question it. But a lot of people will regardless just because of their mindset and who they are they're willing to pay whatever the premium is knowing they're doing the right thing again in this case we don't have that you know so we're able to demonstrate you know a very good cost of acquisition of the product uh, and a real high fashion element and the environmental side of it is is a major plus for some people and then other people it's kind of like we have internally here coined a phrase what world worries you meaning um, in a lot of research that we've been involved in or I've been involved in over the years, the um, it's always the female that makes the buying decision, or I should say always, it's 97% of the time according to the data when it comes to a flooring purchase. And the number one consideration when it comes to a flooring purchase is actually their pets because the pets are floor dwellers. They live on the floor. They do things on the floor that affect their children and affects their husbands and whatever, but the pets are the biggest consideration when it comes to a flooring purchase. So um, when we're able to tell people that we actually have a grout that, that is stain-proof, you know, doesn't absorb, it doesn't, you know, it costs a few dollars more than cement grout, but it's very, very, very pet safe, that's a big deal. Um, and it and it's and I can have ten minutes with anybody making a, a purchase of a kitchen floor or a bathroom floor and say, you know, for an additional sixty dollars to use an epoxy grout versus a cement grout, you're going to solve the weakest link in the entire installation, which is generally, you know, that sixty dollars can only be just a three percent or four percent more on the total project, but it, it takes that out of the equation. So that's an important thing for people to understand uh, when we have the conversation over these types of products that, you know, green can be as simple, you know, to you as being safer for your pets. Green for someone can be as simple as, you know, cleaner water or better air. And some people won't, you know, worry about that. That's their world that they worry about. Some people worry about the entire environment and what products are are doing. So we kind of we have this internal phrase, what world worries you, and when we try to address that with the customers, whether it's just they're concerned about their pet or they're concerned about the, the earth in general. That's that's really brilliant, um, and I think that everyone should flatter you and, and use that internally, right, defining what, what it is. And um, as a new mom kitten owner, <laughs> yeah. I am always worried about that. So I'm like, I keep on telling people my age should not be allowed to have kittens because she is full rotten. So um, your passion for this uh, subject has really come out, and as most people with passions, it has led you to a broader uh, give back. So tell us about the nonprofit you have Yeah, back in 2003, I started a nonprofit called Tile Partners for Humanity, and it was really um, around the idea of, of tiling, you know, providing the most durable flooring surface to habitat for humanity houses. And 
um, since since then, there's been about you know in excess of about 30 million dollars of support that's been given to Habitat over the years in in both the tile products themselves and also training of labor and providing you know doing Jimmy Carter work projects and builds and things like that. So we um, we do provide. Uh, quite a bit of support there, but the other thing that I'm doing now is a virtue of this zero risk is we're actually um, planting a tree for every bucket of zero risk products that are purchased in the United States, and then we have a campaign that's right on behind that that's called Snap Post Plant, where when people buy a bucket of our grout and use it and snap a picture and post a review or put a picture on Instagram or whatever. And send it to us. We'll plant a tree in their name, and it's all done through American Forests. They're the oldest environmental group in the United States. They were actually established in the late 1800s. So we've partnered with them, and they're going to be planting trees uh, as a result of people using these new zero-risk products. So I think it's a really great way to show how the competitive technologies out there, these corrosives, they, you know, they have a picture of a dead tree and a dead fish on their safety data sheet because their products are so corrosive. Ours, we're trying to highlight the safety of it by planting trees. So that's our thing. I love that. So, I mean, clearly you're selling within the, the building industry, but if, if, I'm, if I'm a consumer and I just want to put sparkly glass grout in, is there a place for me to get it in, at a consumer level, you know, like at a big box or... Sure, you can go to our, our website. You can see everything on tiledoctor.com. But um, we do sell homedepot.com. You can order all of the products are online on homedepot.com. But if you want a more personal service, we have distributors all over the United States, and we have a store finder on our website that enables you to get to stores that may stock it. You know, We've got a great supporter like in North Carolina, Best Tile there, you know, Arizona. Um, we have places in Arizona, California, there's a lot of different places all over the country that stock the product and hopefully we'll we'll get more coming on board as people hear more about it. Awesome. Now, if we're in the metro Atlanta area, can we come to you or your well, location? Our products, are sold, our products are sold at Floor and Decor. There's a few of them in Atlanta. Our office here, we do get walk-ins. We don't solicit it, and um, we we generally uh, we don't sell to the end user because we actually don't have a tax certificate to do that. So we really have to sell it through through another organization um, rather than any kind of a direct sale situation. We're, we're set up strictly as a wholesaler. Super. So just go to Florida Decor if you're in the Atlanta area and, and check it out, and if you don't see what you want, Go online like everybody else. Home, de Home Depot so, com. So, yes, actually. Yep. Yeah. So, um, well, this is really great. So I, we're almost out of time, and um, I just, if, if if you could leave one message with folks about, you know, wh why this is why this is important um, for them to do it, what what would you say? Well, so much is important. You know, the, the, the chemistry in this world has kind of sent us into a tailspin as far as what I can see personally. There's so many things out there that we find out every day that, that wow, I didn't know this was influencing that or this could hurt this or whatever. 
And the important thing to look back at is this is the, the European Union identified this. It was paid for. It was certified. It's important. It's now here. We can, have, we can now choose products that perform at a high level that won't hurt our environment and won't hurt us. So this is a big advancement to, to have, you know, a choice in. So. Super. Okay, so I want to give the website one more time. Uh, is it thetiledoctor.com? I'm looking at it. it it's either one. You could put in thetiledoctor.com or just tiledoctor.com. Super. Either hey, Kurt, I have enjoyed. Yeah, I have enjoyed our conversation so much. Thank you for educating us on, you know, why there there needed to be an advancement in this kind of technology, and we are wishing you the best of luck. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. So, you know, I I, I haven't been on as much as I like. I love doing the interviews and here we are after 300 episodes and then some finding out yet another like amazing product that a lot of us haven't hasn't even heard of and I had no idea how toxic the epoxy grouts were uh, so um, I'm really excited I've already sort of seen the pictures of the the, the glass one I'm like ooh I definitely want some of that in the kitchen um, so we really appreciate Kurt's time um, we appreciate you we appreciate you listening and um, if you are listening to this um, via uh, I, uh, the, on the iPhone podcast system, if you will give us a, uh, you know, a thumbs up or a little review, we would certainly appreciate it. Um, we're going to close out with DJ Lang Waterdrop, and we will see you on the next ex- episode of Speaking with Green. Did you know that one of the ways we like to support the sustainability community is by providing an opportunity for businesses of all sizes to be in our green business directory listing? You should get on it because we are getting thousands of visitors every year on all sizes of businesses, and it's very exciting for the folks who are listed on the green business directory. This is what you do to get on. You go to southeastgreen.com. On the second tab, there is the Green Business Directory listing. Click on that. There will be a drop-down menu, and you can join the Green Business Directory listing today. Not only will you be on the listing, but you will be sent out to over 10,000 accounts on our social media connections, and you'll also be listed in our next newsletter. So what are you waiting for? Join today.